Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is a special episode for December 20th, 2020. Today we're going to get into the Northwest Division in the Western Conference. Starting off, we have the Utah Jazz. They'll be fielding a lineup of Mike Conley at point guard, Donovan Mitchell at shooting guard, Joe Ingles at small forward, Bojan Bogdanovic at power forward, and Rudy Gobert at center. Not much to really add on this Utah Jazz team. They're essentially just stabilizing and and keeping the same core they had last year. They've acquired Derek Favors from the New Orleans Pelicans. He just adds more front court depth to this team. They re-signed Jordan Clarkson to four years, $52 million, I believe. You know, they have a couple other bench guys, Royce O'Neal. Not much to really add on this Utah Jazz team. I expect them to, to do very similar to how they performed last year. Somewhere in that 6th to 8th seed range is what we can expect, a, a very solid team hopefully. One of the key storylines is Mike Conley hopefully bouncing back from his poor year he had last year. You know, last year he got traded from Memphis to Utah and he really never meshed with this core I don't think. I think he had some injuries plaguing him throughout the year. You know, he's an older point guard so if he can, if he can get back to his previous ability at Memphis, I think this will be a solid team. And uh, we can expect the same for them the following year. Next up, we have the Denver Nuggets, who have Jamal Murray at point guard, Gary Harris at shooting guard, Michael Porter Jr. at small forward, Paul Millsap at power forward, and Nikola Jokic at center. Same story here with this Nuggets team. You know, they definitely overperformed expectations going into this playoffs. And, you know, they haven't really added or lost that many players. I mean, I guess I should say they lost Jeremy Grant, who was a good bench piece for them last year, a good 3 and D player. And, you know, he was meant to lock up some of the stronger guys in this Western Conference, like LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. So he will be, you know, a minor loss for him, but I don't think he's irreplaceable for this team. They've added Facundo Campazzo, who is an Italian player, I believe, and he won EuroLeague MVP a few times. He was a really strong EuroLeague player, so we'll see how he performs in the NBA. They also have Will Barton, Monte Morris. You know, they've acquired Jamichael Green. Some storylines or what we can expect from this year. We'll see if Jamal Murray can build on his, his really strong bubble and playoff performance last year. Gary Harris, you know, he had a really strong first few years in the NBA, and then he's kind of tapered off these last few years. So I want to see him get back to... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say get back to what we've seen from him, but see if see if he can get on another track here. Michael Porter Jr. really performed well in the NBA bubble, so we'll see what he can do with, with more time and as a solidified starter on this team. And we already know what to expect for Paul Millsap and Nikola Jokic. Similar story here with the Utah Jazz. I expect them to be a solid playoff team. You know, I said 6th to 8th seed with the Jazz. I think... They can probably do better than that, probably fourth to seventh seed, I want to say. So, yeah, stabilizing, similar to the Jazz. Moving on, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder, who have a lineup of George Hill at point guard, Shai Gilgis-Alexander at shooting guard, Lugens Dort at small forward, Darius Baisley at power forward, and Al Horford at center. You know, a lot has changed in this offseason for the OKC Thunder. They've lost Chris Paul Dennis Schroeder, Steven Adams, Danilo Gallinari, and Nerlens Noel. So all solid players, and all they've added is Theo Maladon, 
Alexei Pokusevsky, Al Horford, and George Hill. You know, the plan for this team was full rebuild, and that's what they've done. They've traded away all those good players for assets for young players and draft picks in upcoming years. This is going to be a really bad team, just to be completely honest with you guys. Going into this season, they're going to be probably a bottom two team in this Western Conference, but I think it'll be really interesting to, to see how they develop. Shy Gilgis Alexander really blossomed last year, and I want to see what he can do this year, if he can kind of get into that all-star conversation at least. He won't be an all-star just because he's on such a bad team, but I want to see if he can kind of transcend into that conversation. Dort had a solid season last year. I don't think he played a lot of games, but... In the few games, I know I know he really impressed with this team, his defensive capabilities. I remember a few times he uh, he had some good plays uh, against James Harden and the Houston Rockets. And then, you know, Darius Baisley, Al Horford, not much to really add on this team. They've also added in a new head coach, Mark Daniel. So we'll see what he can do with this team. It'll, it'll be a young team. It'll be, you know, a weak team, but... It's always interesting to see how these teams develop and, and you know, see kind of how they develop through the years. This is a team that is meant to be a good team in three to five years. So this is the first year in, in a rebuilding process. Not much to add there. Next up, guys, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves, who will have Ricky Rubio at point guard, D'Angelo Russell at shooting guard, Anthony Edwards at small forward, Juan Hernan Gomez at power forward, and Carl Anthony Towns at center. The expectation for this team and all their players should be to make a playoff push. They made it a few years ago when they had Jimmy Butler on the team, and he really kind of changed and and improved their culture, I believe. So Carl Anthony Towns isn't going to want to be on a perennial 12th to 15th seed. I don't know if they have what it takes to be a playoff team just because the West is so deep this year. I know it's deep every year, but it's really deep this year. There's like 12 teams that could really make the playoffs, and the Timberwolves are one of them if they click. You know, we'll have a full season of D'Angelo Russell on this team. The Timberwolves added the number one pick in the 2020 NBA draft, Anthony Edwards, and he was really a dynamic scorer in college. He's not really what this team needs, I believe. I don't think he's kind of that, you know, they already have scoring with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. I'm not sure if this is what this team needed, but he was the number one pick. And you kind of have to just slot the number one pick in. Like if it's a, you know what I mean? Like they, they have to just make it work with him and see what he can do. Obviously, there's going to be expectations with him. You know, I think this team has a really underrated and really strong bench coming into the season. They have Jarrett Culver, Malik Beasley, Josh Okogie. They added Rondé Hollis-Jefferson from the Raptors. They added Ricky Rubio, who will, be, who will slot right into this starting lineup. And they really only lost Alan Crabb and James Johnson, kind of just small depth pieces. But Jarrett Culver had a really good season last year. I felt there are valleys and peaks with him, but he was a rookie player, and I think he'll be good coming off the bench. Josh Kogi started it a lot of times last year, so I mean it's tough to kind of guess where this team would be. I still think they'll just barely miss the playoffs, unfortunately. But if they can end up like probably the ninth seed, I think that'd be a decent season for this Timberwolves team. All right, moving on to our last team in this Northwest Division. 
we have the Portland Trailblazers. And not much to add with this team, guys. They'll have Damian Lillard at point guard, CJ McCollum at shooting guard, Derek Jones Jr. at small forward, Robert Covington at power forward, and Yusuf Nurkic at center. This will be a solid Portland Trailblazers team. I mean, they'll eke into the playoffs again. They'll hopefully have a full season of Yusuf Nurkic. Robert Covington and Derek Jones Jr. were solid ads for this team. You know, they're making the little improvements, which I like to see in these kind of mid-range playoff teams. They're not doing any drastic changes, trading away McCollum, trading away Lillard. They're seeing how they can bolster their star players and add in solid role players to the team. They also have a bench of guys like Carmelo Anthony, Rodney Hood, Ennis Cantor. So this will be a solid team. They'll finish around that fifth to that eighth seed range, I'd imagine. I don't see this team missing the playoffs or, you know, they always overperform expectations. I always think, oh, the Trailblazers don't miss the playoffs this year. The Western Conference has gotten so much stronger, but they always manage to not just eke in, but solidly make it in. And I think that, I mean, they kind of eked in this year, but it was a weird situation with the bubble and everything. So I think this team will finish in that sixth to eighth seed range like some of the other teams in this division. So that's all the news for this week. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. Look forward to our next episode on Monday, December 21st. Thanks for listening.